Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Waiteka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Well, howdy doody, everybody, on this July the 13th. It is lovely in my neighborhood, and I hope it's the same as yours. And this show's focus is all about rotary, specifically the Playa Venice Sunrise Rotary, which I am a member of. I'm going to do a disclaimer at the top of this show for those of you hoping to be hearing from our esteemed immediate past president, Brady Connell. He is in Kings uh, Canyon right now with his family, and lo and behold, when he got there, it was like, uh-oh, they didn't tell me there wasn't any Wi-Fi. Uh-oh, there is no cell phone tower. Uh-oh. And so he said, uh-oh, and I thought, uh-oh. But you know what? That's okay because I called somebody. Actually, somebody called me, and that's Melissa Moore. I'm going to tell you that in a second. So I do have two fabulous people from the Playa Venice Sunrise Rotary. One is our esteemed president, Jerry Jen. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Hi, Marsha. Thank you for having me today. It's my pleasure. And as Brady was calling me from the canyon with the payphone, my friend Melissa Moore was calling me on the other line to talk to me, how can I listen to the show today, Marsha? And I said, well, (laughs) Melissa, as a matter of fact, would you like to be on the show? And of course she said yes. That's just how she rolls, of course. So welcome (laughs) to the show, Melissa. Thank you, Marsha. It's such a pleasure to be here. Oh, my my pleasure to have you. So let's start off. I always like to start the show this way. And for those of you that may not know this about me, I've been broadcasting my Born to Talk radio show for well over five years. And last October, I believe it was October of 19, Brady was actually on my show because we were talking about what he does when he's not doing Rotary, which was the executive producer of multiple shows, including um, um, Supreme uh, Extreme Home Makeover and and the such. But we know that about Brady, but what we don't know is who's Jerry. So, Jerry, please tell us a little (laughs) bit about yourself. (laughs) You know, it's kind of funny. We can keep it as a, you know, keep me as a man of intrigue if we don't go too far into detail. (laughs) (laughs) Or... But uh, I'm happy, yeah. But I'm happy to share. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, you know, for me, uh, I was born and raised here in Los Angeles. Uh, grew up uh, over near uh, Hollywood, and then kind of uh, went to San Gabriel Valley after that. Um, from there, I went to college at Cal. So go Bears! And subsequently came back down to uh, law school in Orange County. So yes, I am a lawyer. Um, mm-hmm. The law I practice is, uh, you know, judgment enforcement and collections. Kind of a different niche. Um, but one of the big things uh, that I've always been uh, interested in and a passion to me is 
uh, service of the community, and that's kind of what led me here. So that's a little bit myself, and I just want to say it too that leave it to another Rotarian to step up when necessary. So Melissa, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Don't you just no love problem. that? It's what? What like? What? What's the word, Melissa's? Um, Synchro, oh no, synch, synchro destiny. It's just yeah. what it was supposed synchro to be. Synchro destiny, that's it. Synchro destiny. And, you know, well, the first time I met Melissa, and I bet you're going to agree to this too, Jerry, I just like, whoa, there was like a magnet. I was just like, <laughs> wow. It was just an inst- what I call an instant-like. Uh, I just, yep. We just yep. instantly liked one another. It was so great. And so, Melissa... Yep. Now that I've given you that, we've given you that build-up. Tell us, because <laughs> you're so deserving. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay. Well, um, I actually grew up in uh, New York City and uh, Upper West Side of Manhattan, and I was working for a, uh, t- a producer, a movie producer at the time, and we shot a movie in Alabama. It's a very famous movie that everyone's heard of called Jaws of Satan. <gasps> yeah. and, no kidding. Wow. And I actually met my husband on the set, my future husband on the set. So uh, the producer had me come out to L.A. and uh, oversee the post-production. And I did a lot of entertainment industry stuff. And eventually I started to think about what I could do on my own and be my own boss. And I came up with spending other people's money. I'm very good (laughs) at it. And so I created more money about 34 years ago. And uh, I've been doing this bookkeeping service ever since. I love that story. I didn't know about Jaws. And you know what's so cool? What's so cool? I just want people to know that if you're not looking at anything and you're just listening. So Melissa, that's the typical way you would know to spell Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A. But yes. Melissa's last name is spelled M-O-O-R-E, more money. Right. Could you have a Thank better you. tagline? <laughs> Did somebody just, plug, like, plug, give plug. that? Oh, my God. I love that. That yeah. is just that's just. Well, no one ever forgets the name of my bookkeeping service because of that. So I guess I mean not. a lot of people greet me that way. Oh, more money! Hi, how are you? <laughs> it's quite I funny it. because it's quite funny because I've actually told Melissa that I wish you know my last name was more because more money would be great for my business too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, then let me spell Jen for you. So Jerry is spelled like you think, J-E-R-R-Y, and Jen is J-E-N. And trust me, folks, he's all over the Internet. You can find him if oh, you yeah. collections. So, but today's focus isn't specifically on what you do professionally, but what you do collectively, and what actually I could say what we do collectively, because that's how we all met. We all met via our, our Playa Venice Sunrise Rotary, and we're going to be spending this hour speaking about why and what and how we do all of this. And there are people that might say, well, I don't really know what Rotary is. Is that like Elks? Wait, wait, which one is Rotary? I I forget. What does Rotary mean? They may not know. And and even if they've heard of Rotary, they may not understand that it's an international organization. There's a lot to Rotary. 
besides our local band of brothers and sisters here. And I think that that would be a great place for us to start. So let's start with that. And I think that maybe the the person that could do that for us is our president, President Sir, saluting you. So for those people that really don't know about Rhodey, I think this would be great for you to talk about what the mission is and and just our the or the structure of this organization. Yeah, you know, Melissa, I'm happy to. Uh, I mean, sorry, <laughs> all this talk about I'm Melissa. Marcia. I'm thinking Melissa. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So, Always talk about me. Uh, all with the M's, just just my yes, name with the J. So, <laughs> but yeah, go. so I'm happy to. I'm uh, happy to share, you know, a little bit about, you know, kind of a summary of what Rotary is. Um, uh, believe it or not, Rotary is actually a global network. I mean, it's a it's a network. Um, it's an organization that comprises of, I think, over a million um, Rotarians, and it's worldwide. So, meaning um, us as a club here at Playa Venice Sunrise, we're just one, literally one spoke in this wheel, and there's over to my knowledge i think there's over three uh 35,000 clubs in the world um wow. clubs ranging from you know a small amount of 10 people or whatnot to someone like our club you know we have over 70 members at our our club and then all throughout the district and the u.s and entire world where there's even larger clubs as well so you can imagine how many people are involved in this organization and uh, going to the structure, um, it, it's pretty um, kind of straightforward in the sense that uh, there's an international component. When it comes to Rotary, it's Rotary International. Uh, they encompass all these clubs that we're talking about. They're the ones that kind of set our standards, you know, the objectives of Rotary, and kind of uh, the mission, you know, and keeps us kind of bound together. Uh, additionally, uh, from there, then you have different districts uh, throughout the world. Um, you know, encompassing different areas. We're part of, a, um, you know, District 5280, which is a greater Los Angeles area. And then within that district, uh, we have uh, different clubs and uh, numerous clubs in this particular district. And that's how the structure um, essentially works. Um, and I think uh, one of your questions, uh, Marsha, was also kind of what was the objective of Rotary or what was the purpose and uh, Rotary was formed to kind of uh, encourage and foster service um, to to the community. And also, uh, there's a couple of different ways they go about doing it. I mean, um, one of the missions, I think, is, uh, I think, if I recall, it's, you know, to advance, um, you know, goodwill, peace throughout the world, and also uh, to serve others. And those are just some of the tenets that I think, uh, as us Rotarians, we all share. I would agree with you, and and just out of curiosity, so just to repeat, so it's an international club, so all clubs are part of the Rotary International. That's what it says on the shirt that I'm wearing, and <laughs> and within those within those international clubs, um, they sort of set the mission. They're like they're like at the top of the food chain, and then there are districts worldwide. And we are part of the Greater Los Angeles District, which is 5280. And within 5280, there are clubs within them, which is what we are, Playa Venice. Do you happen to know? I, I suppose it's probably somewhere on our website. But do you happen to know how many clubs are in 5280? Oh, uh, you know, not off the top of my head. I know okay. there's quite a few. I mean, yes. uh, quite a few. I think over like 50 at least. I want to say, okay, that, um, or okay. close to it. 
very good to know. And and what's what's unique about all of our clubs, as you mentioned, Jerry, is that they're not all the same size. We have a fairly mm. large active club of 70 members, which is really something that we can be certainly very proud of. And I think that that's that's really that's really great. And obviously, when we'll be talking about this as the show goes on. Um, what was once our sunrise came into the fact that we we would have normally under the pre-COVID uh, a 7:30 meeting every Wednesday at our local Whiskey Reds, where we would ha- we would which I miss gather. terribly. I do too, Melissa. <laughs> um, Me too. I, I do. I, I yeah. we think I think that anyone listening, whether they are a Rotarian or they're a grandma or they're a teenager, when you don't get to socialize with people that are really significant in your life there is something missing thank god for zoom but mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so so because we can't meet you know regularly you know then we have to adapt and that's frankly kind of we kind of how we work today's show out because brady really did not have a clear um signal with us but it doesn't mean that we can't figure it out which is clearly what we've done and i and i'm so so very grateful for that and and you know i i think that um when you talk about service i think that that's that's so important and and a, an enormous factor besides the fact that there is there's also just that human connection of humanity for lack of a better way of saying it where we really do show up for each other whether it's something that might be unfortunate or a happy hour because it's something fun and everything in between that we do. So I'm curious to know this, Jerry, because I've been a Rotarian. Uh, I joined a year ago in 2019, so I haven't been in the club nearly as long as you have. But I'd like to know, does each club, which which is what we are, do we, does each club, along with your board, your board of directors, um, do you choose? Do we choose our own projects to re, to support independently from what the district is doing? Uh, yes. Um, so the the great thing is that you know Rotary International, as well as the district, provides the clubs with a lot of autonomy. Uh, meaning, as a club, uh, whether it's the board of directors or its membership. If there's a particular passion that the club and its members um, are more engaged in, um, there's that ability to do so. So we're able to pick and choose, um, you know, certain projects, uh, especially in the community, right? Because every club, as we mentioned, uh, are in different communities. So there are different needs that may need to be met. Uh, So certain clubs, like, say, for example, even international clubs, um, where there might be issues with, uh, you know, running water, uh, that's mm-hmm. that's the issue in like the Navajo Nation and things like that, where you know that would be a big focus for a local club there. Here in Los Angeles, um, you know, homelessness might be one issue, and so many clubs might be directed there. Education might be another focus. So yes, uh, answering your question, um, that while there are big, uh, bigger overarching um, missions or projects mm-hmm. that you know Rotary as a whole focus on, uh, for this case, you know, the eradication of polio, uh, there's others, right? So there's, uh, you know, trying to prevent sex trafficking or human Mm -hmm. trafficking and also any of the numerous things we just talked about. Right. You know, 
while you're right there with what you just said, I don't know that people would know this unless you actually say that, and that is the polio. We, as Rotarians, what impact have we had on polio worldwide? I think uh, as Rotarians, and uh, it's pretty incredible to learn this. And I learned it a couple of years in as a Rotarian. When I first joined, I wasn't too sure, um, you know, to the the effect that it had. But just know that because of the network of um, Rotary, um, you know, I think the polio has essentially been eradicated, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in the world. And a lot of this, I think, we're down to maybe like a few countries in the Middle East mm-hmm. where there's still war. Um, and, you know, that makes it where we're unable to get in there and uh, mm-hmm. complete the immunization of all the, you know, the children and the citizens there. Uh, but one thing to know is that, you know, with even today's current pandemic, a lot of the testing and resources, I think, uh the what Rotary set up in terms of polio, the system and the network throughout the world uh, has been able to contribute to, you know, addressing things on a quick basis. So I think that's how important Rotary is because literally, I mean, a big group of people getting together to eradicate a horrible disease, um, you know, that's that's pretty incredible. It it's, It certainly is. And um, I know that there are uh, opportunities in all clubs to travel and to do some of those things, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Um, so you just you just had your first meeting last Monday. No, last I'm sorry, it's not on Mondays. It was on July the eighth. It was their very first meeting, which we did on Zoom. And Brady's not with us to talk about what his motto was for the past year. But what what I want to know is what is your motto going to be for 2020? I think the closest I've come to a motto, um, mm-hmm. at least for our club and our members, uh, is um, the term uh, "stronger together." And the idea yeah, behind good. it is, yeah, based based on our current, uh, you know, the pandemic and all the unrest and just just uh, all the things going on in the world. I think uh, this exemplifies not only what who we are in terms of what we can do for each other in our club, but you know. As Rotary is such a, a great organization, um, another, all Rotarians together can do so much more. So I, I think that I would really be the closest motto. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you need to play with any more words than that. It, I think it is yep. specific. I think it is spot on, and I think we can all get behind it, and I think it's a great idea. But let's, let's just step back a little bit. And, and Melissa, I'm going to ask you this question first, and that sure. is, what so I know you joined Rotary this past August. Mm-hmm. How did you learn about it and why did you join Rotary? What's your Rotary introduction story? Well, I didn't really know anything about Rotary and my friend who's a Rotarian on our chapter, Bobby Castellino Lewis, invited me to a Rotary meeting because we were just having coffee and we were discussing service and service opportunities and she said oh well you feel like you're not doing enough service which I did uh you have to come to Rotary and I literally knew in my first meeting within about 20 minutes that Mm -hmm. this was the place for me 
because I had been, I'd been building up my business for the last three or four years and taking it from roughly five clients to about uh, more than 75 clients. And so that happened because I did a lot of networking. And networking, as we all know, is a very selfish uh, method of tooting your own horn. And I was so tired of talking about myself, talking about more money, and I really wanted to do something for the community. I wanted service opportunities, and Rotary was perfect. And I'm so, so glad that Bobby brought me to that first meeting. You know, that's so interesting. I'm going to ask you your story too, Jerry, but I'm going to tell you mine. Because why not? I'm part of this. I'm not just Mm -hmm. having a conversation with you about something I'm unfamiliar with. I'm on your team. So many years ago, because I've been been doing this show for well over five years, I was introduced to Maria Davis. And Maria Davis, as we know, is, is a Rotarian. It's been a Rotarian, her and her husband, Joe, for a very long time. And she, they are the operators of Carousel Schools. And I was introduced to her through Gwen, who Gwen Vuches, which, you know, I've known since her daughter and my daughter were brownies together. I don't want to tell you how old they are, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> and, and so Gwen said, you ought to talk to Maria. I think she'd be a really good guest on your show. And I met Maria, and I met her daughter, and that's how it started. And then Maria said to me, you know, I think you'd really like Rotary. You should come. So I went to a couple of events. I think the first one was in um, Playa Vista for something. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was an event thing. And then she said, and, you know, we meet Wednesday mornings really close by. You're welcome to come and and hear more about Rotary. And it was like, oh, God, I'm in. Are you kidding? This just, that just speaks to me, as it does to all of us that are in Rotary. As I'm speaking oh, yeah. with you right now, our website is up on my screen, and pictures are, are, are sliding by. Um, for those of you that would like to check our, our um, website, it's just playavenice.org, and that will take you to our, our Rotary um, page. And... Uh, And I'm seeing all these phenomenal people, you know, doing, engaged in something that they're doing that's important to them. And it's just, it's just fabulous. We have a beautiful location and we have an equally beautiful group of people. And I can't wait till the time comes when we can all physically be together there. But back to, that's my story. So Jerry, how did you come to know about uh, Rotary and and get introduced to to the club? I actually like to share that, but before I get there, I want two comments on both your stories. If you don't, if okay. you indulge me, uh, sure. number one, uh, on Melissa's, I, I wanted to share my impression actually. Um, uh, when I first met Melissa, um, it, it'll be short, but uh, you know, she she came as a guest to our Rotary Club, and this happened to be the one meeting that uh, you know I think Brady was traveling for work, and it said, Jerry, you mm-hmm. know, cover this meeting for me, and so I was super nervous. You know, it was my first meeting to lead. Uh, for a club in person, you know, I'd never done one before. Mm-hmm. And so our meeting starts you know, officially at 7.30 where people socialize, but, you know, people didn't really get there till after 7.15. Um, 
I arrived mm-hmm. at 645 just to make sure everything was okay. <laughs> but there was one person who got there before me, and it was Melissa. <laughs> and she wasn't even a member yet. <laughs> no. Oh, man. But, no, I just wanted but, to help help our sergeant at arms, Gail Brooks, uh, who sets up for the meeting. That's her, her job on, uh, for Rotary. And I was just right. helping. It's just how she rolls. Yeah. Okay. And that I, is. I think it was wonderful. And so that, that just shows you that the Rotarian spirit already. And, and yours, Marcia, I think uh, it's a great story, too, because you know, Melissa, I mean, uh, you know, Maria is such a great uh, ambassador of our club. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, again, she's also the, just want to remind everybody, she's our president-elect. Uh, so she's our president <laughs> next Rotary year. So uh, that'll be quite exciting as well. Um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll go to answer your question now. Thank you for indulging me. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I actually came, uh, you know, my the reason I kind of uh, ended up joining Rotary was I used to do a lot of community service, even through college. And once I um, started working professionally as an attorney, I kind of let that go a little bit. So it was quite a few years. Um, I just felt like there wasn't anything specific. I mean, I used to do little service projects here and there um, with organizations, but it's kind of a one-off thing. And I was looking for something more regular. And uh, my sponsor at the time, uh, Rachel Sunday, she brought me in. Uh, she said, hey, I, you'll love this group. And so I actually came in, and you know, next thing I know, I'm already, you know, I signed up, good to go. And a lot of it is because I wanted to do community service. I, I know there's a difference, uh, like Melissa, for, you know, our line of work, we do a lot of networking too. But for Rotary, right. it's a, something different to me. I mean, yes, uh, you know, we learn what each other, you know, do as professions, but we're all mm-hmm. there for the yeah. common purpose of, you know, kind of the greater good. Exactly. So that's, that's why I joined. Which is so refreshing, having been to so <laughs> many networking groups. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> it is true, and it's true. Uh, what you say is very true. And, and it's not that it doesn't happen that you're in a group of phenomenal people. I mean, I'm going to just be straightforward with you. My company is me. So that's, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking around going, where's my staff? Oh, yeah, that's there's no staff. <laughs> and when I look at a picture of our Rotary Club that's flashing by on my screen, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, he was on my show. Oh, yeah. She was on my show. Oh, yeah, they were on my show. So I've really been able to um, have Rotarians that are doing phenomenal things in their in their nonprofit work, whether it's Meals on Wheels or whatever they're doing. Um, there are some incredible people that have been on my show, and nothing makes me happier to have somebody that is giving back um, join me. So I, I, I see that. And, and, you know, I'm a member of the chamber. Jerry, you're a member of the chamber. We we cross over on a me lot too. of different ways. Oh, and Melissa as well. That's right. All three of us are members. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's right. So, you know, we, mm-hmm. we really love our community, and, and I think it shows in the effort that we put into it. Um, uh, real quick, because I want to get to some of this meat stuff, but Melissa, we know what Jerry's role is going to be, but you, mm-hmm. Jerry's already like, roped you in so you're going to have an no, actual he has. role <laughs> yes he has how do you say no to jerry okay so you can't. um you, you can't you can't that's attorney okay yeah. so um so what role have you um been encouraged to be involved in this this coming year under jerry's watch well i was very very uh 
uh, it, it was so great that Jerry tapped me to be speaker chair for this year um, because I can help with, we, we do a thing in Rotary called Craft Talk. And Craft Talk is when one of the Rotarians gets up in front of the group or in a Zoom and talks about themselves and talks about their family and lets us know more about them as people. So mm-hmm. everybody loves the craft talks. And so I get to help uh, organize that. And then also we reach out to the community and find speakers uh, for our meetings that are addressing the needs of the community. So that was just right up my alley. And so I'm mm-hmm. so touched that he, he tapped me for that. And then I'm also uh, serving on the grant committee because oh. uh, we're looking for some outside grants for uh, Rotary to help the foundation uh, do its work. So those are two pretty big things for me. Yes, they are. And, you know, I didn't know about the grant committee, but I can tell you mm-hmm. this, when we talk a little bit about networking, particularly since we're Zooming right now, which the only really positive thing about that is is you could really have a guest that is more than a drive away. And I, I've met some really interesting people that I hope I can share with you that might make great guest speakers uh, while we remain sequestered under uh, house arrest. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so then let's talk. So let's talk about some of these service projects because it's pretty spectacular. And I was just list, listing some of them, of which some Melissa you have participated with, I have participated mm-hmm. in. But this will give people an opportunity to just hear a little bit more about what we do. If Brady was on this call undoubtedly he would be talking about Habitat for Humanity because he spearheaded that. But I didn't, I personally, um, I, I'm i really good at bringing dishes into the room, but don't ask me to paint something. <laughs> uh, sorry, we all have our skills. Um, I could get you some water if you need it, but I'm not going to swing a hammer because I'd probably hit myself in the head. <laughs> so with that in mind, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about Habitat for Humanity and what we did there on Globe Avenue that has made such a huge impact in Culver City. Who wants to jump yeah. in on that? I can well, jump go in ahead, on that. Jerry, this because I only, I only went to one session and uh, it, the houses were almost complete by the time I got there. But I think, Jerry, you've been doing it now for, what, three years, isn't it? I, I th- yeah, I think it's about two or three years, two years maybe, I yeah. want to say. I think the project went three years. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh-huh. you know, uh, I'm happy to speak to it a little bit. And I remember, Melissa, when you were there, we were doing the, the sightings of each of the homes mm-hmm. uh, together. Remember, yes. I think we were like steeple. Yes. Well, nail, the the nail gunning them uh, to the, the wall, and I, I can watch. Yeah, so I was watching <laughs> Melissa having fun with a nail gun while I was sitting there yes, cutting, exactly. you know, just cutting little siding on the bottom. Um, <laughs> you can't you can't tell the jealousy in my voice, right? So oh, yeah. um, <laughs> we were up on the scaffolding. We were on the scaffolding, and we had oh, so God. much fun. And uh, yeah. yeah, that nail gun was really a trip. Yeah, so I, I think that's the, the fun part of this. And that, that's one of the key things because um, many of you already know what Habitat for Humanity is. I mean, it's such a great organization um, in terms of building homes or remodeling or updating homes for um, people of need and veterans and whatnot. And uh, in our particular case, 
um, you know, all credit goes to Brady on this one because he was yeah. the one who kind of brought this partnership to, to, you know, not only our club but our district. And along with uh, uh, numerous other clubs in our district, uh, we work together to not only raise money but also provide the manpower, uh, you know, manpower right. being Rotarians, uh, you know, um, you know, boots on the ground type of activities. And, uh, you know, we're built these uh, particular, yeah, 10, 13 houses. And believe it or not, uh, as the district are part of our Rotary, um, not only our club, but, you know, along with our uh, joint clubs in this district, uh, we were able mm-hmm. to successfully, you know, sponsor one house. I mean that if you think about that that's pretty incredible and mm-hmm. I think uh, it goes to the whole bigger picture again that Rotary isn't just one you know a few individuals um uh, individuals yeah. make the club but it's also a bigger picture so see what things we could do you know with all these other clubs and you know working together and so I think that's that's kind of where it's at and uh, the fun part that made this project even more special it's in our backyard I mean um, Culver City, and so it's it's wonderful to see. And I think uh, if you both remember correctly, uh, we even had the the people who um, were um, living at that house uh, join yes. us for one of our meetings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, they were so grateful. The families, the families in need that eventually get these houses, also participate in the building mm-hmm. of the houses, which is just yeah. so wonderful to see. And, you know, these kids are there, and they're like, oh, that's my room. And <laughs> the mom is going, oh, I, this kitchen is going to be great. So it's it's really fun to actually participate with families. Indeed. Um, let's talk real quick, because I, I see I have a whole bunch I want to talk about, but I don't think we can skip this person, and that is the famous Rob DeCue. Because, and oh, Rob actually has been on my show um, along mm-hmm. with Cosette, uh, when she was the past district governor, talking specifically about the kinds of things that Rob physically has done as physically. an ultra-athlete to raise money originally for polio, and then he took the next cause, which was um, eradicating human trafficking. He's a beast, isn't right. he, on physically? Oh, he's oh amazing. yeah. A hundred-mile swim? Didn't he do a hundred-mile swim? Yep. He didn't mean to, yep. but the current kept pushing him out. <laughs> yes, he, he said he swam from yeah, Port incredible. Angeles, Port Angeles, Washington, which where, where is actually where they've relocated now um, to be closer mm-hmm. to their families, him and Kristen and the and the children. And his intent was to get to Canada. Um, and I mean, it was just a crazy swim. It was more than 24 hours, wasn't it? Like. 36 hours. It was just, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, pretty crazy. I get tired in the pool for 20 minutes. I don't know how Rob does it. (laughs) I know. Well, Well, he he does everything. He'll do bike rides and he'll do running and all these ultra, ultra athlete events to raise money. It's amazing. And that's the thing that makes Rob so remarkable. As an athlete, he could just be doing this as an athlete. But to right. to recognize that he's doing this, uh, I remember when we were at Tony P's, and we were all because Rotarians, and we were all just like following him as he was doing this, and it's we were mm-hmm. all behind Rob to be successful on that swim. Uh, it, you know, that that's the other thing I think that's so beautiful about our club, and I don't think it's unique. 
I think that if you are happy in your Rotary Club, my guess is you feel the same exact way about the Rotaries, Rotarians that you serve with as well. And that would be the perfect lead-in event that I went to. I think you went to as well, Jerry, and that was the Peace Conference. Do you want to talk about that? I actually didn't attend, um, but I'm happy oh. to report that I know uh, quite a few Rotarians from our club that attended. I mean, I think it's a very important aspect, uh, especially now. Um, and so I, you, you probably speak more to that, uh, Marcia. Well, <laughs> I, I will. I'll, I'll speak with you about that a little bit. Um, it was, a, like you said, it was a whole district event. And the special thing about it was is I rode out with Lindsay, who I did not know, so we had time in the car, and um, it actually, I actually rode out with um, Lucy, Lucy Wagner, and came back with Lindsay because Lucy um, stayed um, for the two-day event, and Lindsay and I came back. So just that common time, just that interaction of the two of them was was special. But then they had all these booths, and then they had the speakers. More than a TED Talk, these these were longer speeches than an 18-minute speech, and they were just talking about the effort for peace around the world. People from multiple countries came and spoke, and then there were breakout sessions, and there were booths, and it was it was a wonderful feeling. I think it had that global feel. I guess that's, you know how you said that at the beginning, Jer, where you talked about mm-hmm. the fact that this is a global um, network. That's what you yes. felt when people that don't live here in the United States were the guest speakers, and it was it was sensational. And then you you get connected and you feel connected. And you know when you when you look at our rotary symbol, I'm just looking at my shirt as I speak to you. It kind of looks <laughs> like a wheel with a spoke. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it from um, sort of a graphic design. And it has one, two, three, four, five, six um, spokes on it. It's it's almost as if you were going to take each one of those spokes and say something about Rotary. It's really quite lovely. And even though it says International Rotary, then we've also added our own Playa Venice Sunrise to that logo because it has some water effect to it because of where we physically meet. But that Peace Conference was, was fabulous. Um, let's talk about scholarships because one of the things that we do in Rotary, and I think it's important to note, we are a fundraising arm. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that if you can't fundraise that you're not welcome. It absolutely does not mean that whatsoever. But if you are able to help, this is a great place for some of your money. Well, our dues goes to our club besides for our meals. So just by being a Rotarian, you are automatically giving money to the club. And then there are levels, Paul Harris being one of them, which I'm a Paul Harris person. Um, I was. I don't know if the two of you are both Paul Harris fellows, are you? Uh, yeah, I, I am. I don't think and, so yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's and- probably something you'll do this, this year, perhaps. But yeah. We yeah. raise a lot of money so we can give a lot of money. And I thought maybe well, you could talk a little bit. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to mention that early on um, I heard the term that you, in Rotary, you either give your time, your money, or both. 
Mm-hmm. And so people that don't have a lot of money to give can certainly do the boots on the ground stuff and still mm-hmm. get so much out of participating in Rotary. Yeah. And I that's think a wonderful that's thing. so important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, that, is, that is vitally important for people to know um, that while, yes, you're not going to get a free meal here, so of course you're going to pay for your breakfast, but the rest mm-hmm. of that money goes to causes that are so vital. Let's talk about it. Jerry, do you want to talk about some of the scholarships and what we've done in our club? Yeah, I, I can I can definitely speak to that, and uh, I think each year um, we do have a scholarship program where uh, we do award uh, high, mostly high school kids um, with, mm-hmm. who are you know in terms of in different aspects um, the scholarship, especially nowadays you know going to college is not cheap. Um, sometimes you know some of these uh, youth they come from disadvantaged homes where uh, resources are slim, and so even just a little bit extra, you know, for helping buy books in their first year of college or whatnot or pay for this particular, um, you know, class, um, it makes a world of a difference. And I think, uh, you know, our club has been doing for quite a long time. I've been in the club for probably about uh, six, a little over six years, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, been beyond that. So, and the the fortunate thing, it's, it's growing every year. So I know each year we get more and more applications and more and more uh, children and students who need it. Um, and sometimes our resources can only go so far. So hopefully, you know, the, the more fundraising, the more grants, things like that that we can get, uh, we can pass it on directly to the community and to these children. Um, I think I want to speak to, similarly, we have another program called the Teacher Mini Grants. Um, right. I don't know if either of you, yeah, read for them, but our teachers, uh, especially in California, you know, a lot of the stuff in the classroom, they, they pay out of their own pockets. Um, you know, and that don't used get to not be the case. Exactly. And they don't, exactly. So it's hard, you know, when you're asking a teacher to educate uh, our youth and our children and, uh, or, and ask them to tap into their own resources when, uh, as mm-hmm. we know, uh, unfortunately, teachers aren't highly paid as they should be. And so exactly. I think with these programs, um, we also, they apply for a small mini grant and we, you know, award them these grants so they can help, you know, in their classroom and help defray some of that cost. So these are some of the programs, I think, uh, that kind of go hand in hand that are very, very, you know, have a rich history in our club and it's, uh, you know, it just keeps growing every year. And I mean, if we have more money, I mean, the more teachers and the more students, we can definitely help. Mm-hmm. I can just speak to that on a personal level. Why I wasn't one of the readers, um, somebody that I just walked with today was a recipient from uh, Paseo del Rey Elementary School. Wow. Her name was Kelly Morisaki, and she applied for and received a mini grant. And, Jerry, I, did we give – I don't want to – was it $14,000 or do I have that wrong? Do you I remember how much more. we gave? Was even more. I think it was, it was more. more. I okay. think it was up to like seventeen to twenty somewhere around there. I want to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and each so year too. it gets more typically. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a significant amount, and and it, you're right about the fact that teachers dip into their pockets. Not to mention, teachers also have children, and they're getting mm-hmm. their children educated too. So, um, when she got that award, she was so happy. 
and I was so happy for her. And we're part of that. And um, I, I want, Melissa, I want to get to a couple of the things that you were involved in. And I'm sure. also respecting your time because more money is still part of what you do. And I know that oh, yeah. in a little bit of time we'll have to let you go so that you can zoom away and do um, yep. your job. But before you do that, mm-hmm. there were some projects that you personally participated in. Oh, yeah. And the three that you participated in were actually three that I participated in as well. Mm-hmm. Would you like to mm-hmm. talk about the Midnight Mission and sure. Joe Shahadi and what that was all uh, about? So I have uh, served on the Midnight Mission twice now. It is so wonderful. And uh, the LA Mission feeds uh, I didn't look up the statistic, but it's hundreds of homeless people three meals a day. And uh, our service is to go to the LA mission, help prepare the food and then help serve it. And Mm -hmm. the gratitude and tears in their eyes from the recipients of this are just mind blowing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've also participated. Well, you and I both, Marsha, we did the build a bear where we built some stuffed animals for children's hospital, which was so much fun. And uh, we have done the Adopt-A-Family at Christmas, which Mm -hmm. was, I I feel selfish because this is so rewarding to participate in this kind of service. (laughs) It's just, you know, it's like, I shouldn't feel this good. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. The Adopt-A-Family. Yes. We we uh, we split up the the club into like six groups and we each Mm -hmm. had a family. And we, they had wish lists, Santa lists, mm-hmm. and we fulfilled everything and more on their Santa list. And we, I was lucky enough to be able to go to the family's home and okay. distribute the gifts. And it was just amazing. It was just fantastic. And then I've also done... Uh, on Pageant of the Arts, which is a, a program that we hold every year for high school students uh, in the different areas of art and dance and music, uh, we, I was the dance chair. And so mm. we had the added, uh, <laughs> the added uh, stumbling block of having to do this over Zoom, but we did it. We absolutely did it, and the, the kids participated, and we were able to give nice little scholarships as prizes, and it was fantastic. And uh, Vision to Learn is another one. Uh, that oh, Norma yes. Fallon in our group. Uh, she, That's a great she one. She is the spearhead of that one. And mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. able to participate in the handing out Me of too. kids' first classes <sighs> ever. They had yeah. never been able to, these were, you know, elementary school kids, <sighs> and they'd never had a pair of glasses before. And the look on their faces when they would put these glasses on for the first oh. time, it was priceless, absolutely it, priceless. Wow. So I've been so lucky to be able to participate in all these things. Gosh, you, you've made me have visions of each thing that you said at the mm-hmm. mission, how grateful they were, how polite they were, how 
appreciative they were. And it was like, yeah. who's getting more out of this? I would agree with you, <laughs> Melissa. It was just fantastic. And then Absolutely. when you talked about Build-A-Bear and, and, to, right. and to, oh, my gosh. And, of course, you know me and my chucks. So I definitely had a Build-A-Bear that was wearing a pair of chucks. And then they you find a little heart, right? And it's like, oh, you can yep. put this heart inside the bear. But if you get this heart and they hold it close to themselves, oh, my God, it can make me cry. It beats. Well, and you get to write so a it, letter. Oh, you get God. to write a letter to the child in the hospital that is going to be receiving the bear. Oh, so you it can was wish phenomenal. The, do all your good wishes and, and yeah. recovery oh. and all that in the letter. It's so good. And then we went and had drinks and dinner, but that's another story. Oh, um, yeah. We weren't under COVID <laughs> at that time. And yeah, the same with too. the adoptive. Yes. And it's, because you know something? We do like to have fun. If we didn't talk about the fact that we are a social group of people, we like yep. each other. Yep. And so it's exactly. not uncommon for us to get together socially because of yep. what that means to all of us. That is that is really essential, and, and you know we've, you know the Mar Vista Family Center. How can we not mention them? Oh yeah. The, the, you yeah. know what 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 Inez is doing is just um, is just wait. I said Inez, but I didn't mean Inez, did I? I meant Iris. I didn't mean it. But oh. now you see how I did that. Yeah, well Lucia. <laughs> Lucia. There you go. Not either Lucia. I haven't seen her long Center. enough. Lucia, my apologies. Ah. My God. Um, yeah, the, the other but two are also where we members. But that's our families, right? Yes. For yes. Family. Mm-hmm. Yes, them. we sure did. So, yeah, we sure yeah. did. Oh, it's just, it's just, it's so great. Um, Jerry and I, and I am watching the time, Melissa. Just so you know. So, Jerry. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask this. question first um sure i would say to you melissa because i don't want this to question Mm -hmm. we can come back and talk to we can do it both now but melissa i do want to ask you this why would you personally recommend because you've already brought in two and i love both of them yes you have (laughs) why would you recommend somebody joining rotary not doesn't have to be our rotary you might be living in st Mm -hmm. louis why would you recommend that somebody join rotary well, because Rotary does such a good job of serving the community and serving on an international level, and there are so many programs that you can participate in, but you're not obligated. That's the important mm-hmm. thing to remember. You might, in a meeting, see five different service opportunities, but nobody is pressuring you to say, oh, you've got to join all five. And right. no one is ever looked down on for not participating at all. They might just want to give money. It's it's just so uh, you you really do get to pick and choose, and it does suit your availability and your skill level. And I just don't know any other group like that. Right, I, I don't either. Yeah, and and Especially well, how would you pressure. answer that, Jerry? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I would echo everything Melissa already mentioned. But one of the other things I just wanted to add to it is that I think uh, it's also, like you said uh, before, uh, Marsha, we like to have fun. So, you know, when you mm-hmm. do these particular service events and things like that, you want to do it with your friends. You want to do it with people yeah. you like. You want to do it with people who have, uh, you know, the same objectives and the same, you know, moral compass in terms of what their potential goals may be. And so this is a great mm-hmm. way to do it. 
Yeah, and I yeah. think you know everything Melissa says, you know, hits it then you know the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would agree. I absolutely. <laughs> you know, Jerry, I think that we're we're lift, we're we're missing an element of rotary that maybe some people don't know about, and I. And you don't have to go into depth about this, but I do think it's really important. And that is, we're not just a group of adults. We have we have services that also provide um, uh, the opportunity for high schoolers to be in a club club called Interact, and that's been around a very very long time. Right. It was around when my kids were in high school in the 90s, and one of our club mm-hmm. members. Um, Gabe, he's the principal of Venice High School, and so he brings that that principal education part to this to our club. Do you want to say a little bit about Interact and what that means? Yeah, of course. Um, I, I think uh, it, it's important to kind of install in our youth also the the um, concept of uh, serving the community and serving others. And I think a lot of uh, parents and families already do that, but. In high school, um, Interact uh, is the high school uh, service club. I think it's uh, you know akin to a key club, uh, but with Interact, it's sponsored by Rotary. Um, it's under the same principles, uh, guidelines, and uh, you know going from that level, you know you can you even have the Rotaract, which is the next level, which is college students as well as community based, meaning they're they're younger uh, professionals or just out of college or around that age. Um, who want to get together and do good, and this is all under the umbrella. And speaking really quick to uh, youth, I, I think you know even our club. I mean, this isn't official, but we've even instituted. I think Rotary Kids. I think Maria started it, yeah. where uh, you know our younger you know family members uh, have a way to participate uh, in Rotary, whether going to a project or just you know kind of seeing what we do. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I didn't know about Rotary Kids. That's good. We we probably need to get that up on our website. That's that's well, really it's that's, important to note that in some of this Rotary service, there are picnics, there are runs, there are all sorts build a bear sorts of things where the entire family can participate, right. even with the young kids. And that is so important because you know, of course, all of our time is so <laughs> structured, and uh, to be able to do something in service with your entire family. It's just fantastic. I, I would agree with you. Uh, I, and that's how we've gotten to know family members, and you just never know where those connections lead. But it it doesn't exclude people when we do these projects, right. like the Rock, Roll, and Run. Or, unfortunately, yes. we didn't get to do our, our 4th of July parade, which Gwen's been doing for 20 years. But what it happened instead, people decorated cars. Jerry, you organized something. You want to say what you did for 4th of July? Yeah, so in partnership with the LAX uh, Coastal Chamber of Commerce, uh, we actually went and decorated uh, different parts of the community uh, in 4th of July spirit. And mm-hmm. our club, you know, we selected, rightfully so, uh, the little corner where the Playa del Rey sign was at, and a couple of Rotarians mm-hmm. came out, and we were able to, you know, decorate with flags, the spinners, and it, it's quite nice because we get people in cars waving at us when we were actually yeah. decorating and thanking us for everything. So it's quite, it was a pr- pretty good, pretty good event. And you drove by my house. There were cars that were part of the parade. That had, you know, Bobby had Bobby had a car with with um, her husband driving, and and Brady was driving a car, and everybody was recognizing these graduates that never really got much attention. It was it was the next best thing. I want to say.
Oh. Hello? Hello. Did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Oh, oh there yeah, we are. You're back now. So why just <laughs> I'm gonna continue to talk to Jerry for just a few more minutes, but before before I just wanted to let you know that Thank you for being not a pinch hitter, but I mean um, a star athlete on the on the team. And Aww. I appreciate the fact that that you joined us today. You brought a tremendous perspective to the show, and I know every Rotarian that will come back and listen to this show will recognize the value that you've provided to us in our club. And I look forward to the time when we're not just Zooming at 7.30 in the morning right. and can actually exactly. be in fellowship with one another. So I'm going to let you Zoom off. And thank okay. you once well, thank again you, for being this with was, This was such a pleasure to do. It was my and, pleasure, uh, absolutely. You know, it's it's uh, really great that I have an opportunity to help support Jerry in his new position. You so, bet. Thank you. Uh, it, it, yeah. So this was great. Terrific. Thank you so much for inviting You're me. You're welcome. We'll talk soon. Thanks a bunch. Okay. Okay. So, um, bye bye. So as as we as we lose our our Melissa only because she's got to go to her next thing, which she's just so generous. Um, so Jerry, just in these closing moments, I know that every person that comes into any organization that's like at the top of the food chain, there's some goals, some objectives, some things that would would you would like to to accomplish this year. Um, and I know, uh, frankly, I know what some of those are because you spoke about it at your very first meeting. But for mm-hmm. people that maybe don't know you or didn't come to that meeting or would just be interested in knowing that, I would love for you to share what your goals are going to be for our club this year. Yeah, so I'm happy to just uh, select a few. Um, you know, we okay. always have many goals. That's always the way to go. The first one I think uh, – I like to uh, try to promote a little bit more in our club, or more uh, hands-on projects again. I think, you know, such what we had with uh, Habitat for Humanity, uh, that's something uh, wonderful we need to kind of keep in mind, because uh, although we can give resources, I think labor and time is also important. I know it's a little bit um, more unique now in these particular mm-hmm. times and situations, but there are different ways, and that's where we'll look to be creative about. Uh, the mm-hmm. second one is to also uh, collaborate with others, uh, meaning other organizations as well as other Rotary clubs. I, I think, you know, as you can tell, my theme during this whole uh, conversation that we've had this past hour is um, that we're a, bigger, a big part of a bigger picture, right? So I, mm-hmm. I think we can do a lot more with our uh, neighbor clubs um, and uh, help them out with their service projects. They'll help us out, but kind of to do things together. Um, and then finally, uh, support the membership because, again, um, while we're always out there supporting um, others, uh, we also recognize that our members are part of the community and, you know, sometimes – there may be need for support. I mean, even uh, inside the club, but also outside the club. I think uh, other Rotary clubs, for example, um, I know when we had those Malibu fires, um, yes. a couple of Rotarians over in Malibu, you know, they're Rotarians of the Malibu club, and they they were impacted. You know, their homes caught on fire or mm-hmm. things like that, or they knew family members. So 
um, you know, our club, we responded immediately and uh, assisted them uh, the best way we could. So things along those lines, but, you know, just even in our district as well as in our own club, if somebody has a need because of their, you know, the issue with their business or, you know, personally speaking, I mean, we're we're here to help. And I think those are the big three things I'd like to push. You know, I think that's great. And, you know, you mentioned the fire. What about the face shields? Yeah, That's what our I mean, club did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was kind of when things uh, went uh, where it went with the lack of PPEs, uh, Brady and uh, quite a few other of our club members, you know, got together immediately. They they were able to source, make, and build face shields for our first responders. Mm-hmm. Other uh, businesses and Rotarians in our, our club also, like Howard Pollock, uh, Rainbow Acres, mm-hmm. he, you know, he donated food to to the hospitals and the frontline staff uh, because, as you and I know, they're so busy trying to work all this stuff out that they don't even get much time to eat or, you know, it's difficult for them to do uh, because of what's going on. So I think our club has kind of stepped up, at least in that regard, and responded really quickly, mm-hmm. and I'm very proud of that, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it is something to be proud of, and I just want to say this as we close and say goodbye because I think it really speaks to what we do, and that's our motto. And the motto for us, for all Rotarians, and many of you maybe have heard it, it's called the four-way test. And what that is, what those, what that four-way test is, is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendship? And will it be beneficial to all concerned? If we can follow that, got those guidelines, which we do, not if, because we do. Let me rephrase that, not if. Because we do follow those guidelines, because we all embrace the four-way test, it unites all of us as Rotarians and, frankly, anyone that wants to join us. You don't have to be a, a Rotarian to to join us in a meeting. In fact, I'm going to just tell all of you that are listening right now, we have our program scheduled every Wednesday on Zoom. And for those of you that have school-aged children, we're going to have the superintendent of the LAUSD joining us for um, his a talk about the, the, the current conditions of opening or not opening the LAUSD schools on the 29th of July. So if you have a family member that might be a school teacher but really isn't a rotary, they're not prevented from um, listening into that Zoom call. So so check with those family members and let them know if that's that's the case because, you know, while this this podcast is heard across the country, I have a niece that teaches in Michigan, they're going back to school the Tuesday after Labor Day. That's what they're doing in Michigan where she teaches. You know, for us that are locally, this is a real serious dilemma about what are we going to do. And I think that this is an example of why what makes our Rotary Club so significant that some of our topics are very timely. And we have such, ex- such exceptional members that do many things in our community, and and they're not looking to have that attaboy pat on the back. That isn't that isn't the driving force. It is exactly what Melissa said earlier. 
So I just want to thank you, Jerry, for stepping up, being that leader, recognizing that you have a board that supports you the best way they can, um, pulling in Melissa, that is only August, September, October, <laughs> November, December, January. Uh, uh, yes, I can't do the math. But clearly she's a, she's a go-getter. And I look forward to when we're back at Whiskey Reds and I'm asking everybody to drop their $10 um, um, money into the the raffle so I can raise some money for Rotary as well. So I just want to yeah. thank you. Jerry, so much for taking your time to join me today on the show. It's been fabulous. Thank you so much, Marcia. It was a pleasure for me as well. Look how fast the time went by. I know. That's what happens. I was born to talk. It goes fast. I'm going to let you get back to your clients. I'm going thank to um, say goodbye to everyone now, and I'll look forward to having you join me next week when Mitchell Levy the AHA guy who's written a book about credibility is going to be rejoining me on my show next week because it keeps on going, folks. So until next week, everybody be safe, be well, and I look forward to joining, having you join me next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye for now. <laughs>